Oh my, let's do this. I can't. I have to start with a rant about myself. Welcome to the Bifo Show, the podcast, where you get the latest news, reviews, and insights from technology and video games. And now, say hello to your host, Daniel. Hello, good morning. I'm back. After a few days of not recording, actually, I recorded, I recorded a bunch of footage of um, B footage for the Aperture MC lights, unpackings, first impressions, and a few minutes ago, I put this camera here. Back again from the overhead shot to this shot position. And I thought it's a good idea to delete all the footage on the memory card. And as you can probably think, I deleted accidentally or yeah, all the footage I recorded <laughs> for the MC lights. Now I have to start all over again. <laughs> so let's start the show. Show. Yeah. Okay. Let's start it with the Apple event on 23rd of March. What are we going to see there? You hear that? Nothing. We will see nothing. Yeah, because. There will be no Apple event on March 23rd. Yeah, there are rumors out there for weeks now that the first rumors were uh, with the um, Apple event on March 16th and then now uh, Apple event on March 23rd. It seems that there is no event, but what can we expect this spring from Apple? The first thing is what comes for sure is um, the release of iOS 14.5 with um, some major changes to the last version. These major changes are when you're launching an app like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, which is tracking you over the internet, over the own app, over the own app, then you have to confirm that you are okay with it. This is the beef, actually, what's going on between Facebook and Apple right now. Facebook claims that uh, Apple destroys all the little businesses who are advertising on Facebook because they can't track your um, things anymore. But this bullshit. The only thing you are going to um, confirm with this extra step is that 
Facebook can track you isn't uh, any more able to track you outside of the Facebook apps, which are Facebook, um, Instagram, and what's called this messaging app. Uh, I hate this ad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is one major upgrade. The other major upgrade is the um, new unlock mechanism of the iPhone. So when you have your mask on, you can unlock now with Face ID um, in combination with the Apple Watch. So this is a great thing. Then what can we expect uh, further? There are the AirTags, which are these little discs that you can put on things you belong and you can track these things all over the world. Um, new AirPods, the little ones, AirPods 3, um, with a similar design to the AirPods Pro and rumors talk about that there are similar functions as um, maybe spatial audio and even noise cancelling. So then we have, will have get mm, new iPad Pros, new iPads, the ninth generation and a new iPad Minis maybe. Um, then the long-awaited Apple TV. This has to come out because the Apple TV is I, I'm using it right now. Um, I love it. I, I, I'm one of the persons who loves the, um, the remote control. But many are complaining about this. I don't know why. In my opinion, it's it's one of the best controls I ever had in my hand. But there's surely room for improvements. Then, um, uh, accessory, the iPhone MagSafe battery, where you can attach via MagSafe uh, extra battery pack. That's cool. Then, um, what's coming definitely later this year are the M1X. Mac Minis and the new iMac, the new designed iMac, which will much more look like um, look like much more like the um, current Pro Display. So, and which rumor said that this um, comes in different colors. And now we are going to do our Next, the Microsoft Spring event. Rumors talk about that this is also held on March the 23rd. This is completely denied by many officials from Microsoft. I don't think that there will be an event happening. That's very sad because Apple and Microsoft, they should do an event now in spring. It's 
I think it's about time world's waking up. I expect an Elden Ring trailer because um, the Elden Ring trailer leaked some weeks ago. I made, um, I showed it on a show here. Maybe it's time exclusive for Microsoft. That would be a major move from Microsoft as they have acquired Bethesda. Um, they are taking big steps in the direction for exclusive content and they realized that you can only win the game when you have the content because the consoles, either the Xbox or the PlayStation are so uh, always so head-to-head -head and it's all about the content you get, of the games you get on the console. In the last generation I only had the PlayStation 4 because there was nothing for my personal for my personal view um, why I needed to have an Xbox One. So I only had the PlayStation. Um, so um, Halo next thing is um, Halo Infinite updates. Um, 343 is the developer behind the um, Halo Infinite. The first trailer they showed with the um, at the release event from Microsoft was my eyes very very disappointing and I I expected more graphic improvements on top of the older games um there was nothing like this so 343 studios promised now um that they will give us a monthly update on um, how they um succeed and how they go on in production and microsoft Microsoft gave them the possibility and all the time they need to develop the best Halo they can possibly get uh, put out to us. And I'm okay with it, um, even when it's coming out at the end of 2021 of this year. Uh, this is okay. So, um, the next thing I um, already talked uh, in one sentence is Bethesda is acquired by Microsoft. Yeah, so um, Bethesda, big game studio um, with many franchises um, like Fallout, the Skyrim series, the um, Prey. Um, so there are so many games. Bethesda is um, developing and has developed. And the good thing for us gamers is that all the games that are out from Bethesda 
are now available available at um, Game Pass. So, great thing. But what does it mean for future game developments and current game developments? Are they will they be exclusive only for the Microsoft consoles or Game Pass? And um, Microsoft confirmed it that it will be exclusive to Game Pass. Everything besides of um, existing contracts um, like Deathloop, which is exclusively coming out for the PlayStation 5. Um, but everything else will be released exclusively only on um, platforms who are supporting um, the Game Pass. Maybe, and this would be a major thing, a great thing in my eyes. Um, maybe Game Pass is coming to PlayStation. That would be great. So then everyone can play every game everywhere where they want. And if you love the PlayStation more, You only have to have the PlayStation and can play all the games that are offered by Microsoft. This would be really, really great. So, the next show thing is... We are halfway through, I think. Gaming things. Uh, I wrote down here on my script. Gaming things, point one. Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade? Yeah, sometimes I play Apple Arcade games. And there are only all the games Apple has on this system are are arcade games in my eyes are really arcade games so um you can hop in there's um, a new game on apple arcade that looks very very interesting um it's called fantasian it's um uh, development developed by hironobu sakaguchi it's the uh, creator of the legendary final fantasy series um He's the head behind the these classic legendary RPGs and he has made a new RPG in a very classical um, playstyle. I um, and which is what's called what's called Fantasian that um, two things are very outstanding. That's why I'm talking about this game. Um, it looks very, very outstanding. Um, they built over 150 set pieces by hand and digitized them and then put the 3D characters 
in these dioramas. As, um, this provides a very unique look. The gameplay is very, very like the old RPG games. It's a round-based game where you position your your characters and then one after another makes her moves. And there's a little twist in this. You can always send the enemies you encounter into a so-called um, dimension. Um, that's the separate dimension where you can go later and fight them in a row. So, oh. um, just a little bit about the story. I wrote it down here. Um, you awake, you awake only one memory left in a machine-ruled multi-dimensional world. This is where the um, over 150 handmade dioramas come in play, I think. And now you're sent out to reclaim your memories and to investigate the mysterious mechanical infestation. Yeah, that's sounds interesting I, I will definitely give it a shot so the next thing is um, what have I what am I playing right now on the PlayStation 4 the shadows of the Tomb Raider I have mixed feelings about this game I'm at a at a place right now in the game um, where I want to finish it, but it's more like um, I'm, I must, I have to finish it than I want to finish it. Um, why? Uh, first thing is the all the uh, combat sucks in my eyes in this game. I, I don't like it. The good thing is that you can adjust um, if you want to have uh, a difficult combat or difficult or easy combat or difficult riddles or easy riddles. Oh, I, I adjusted it to very, very complicated riddles and easy combat. And the riddles and the um, dungeons and tombs you and, um, explore and um, have these all these environmental riddles um, are really really great. And in my eyes, they could be a little bit more complicated, more difficult. I think they could get rid of the combat completely, but it was on the first Tomb Raider that came out on the PlayStation 1. Um, there the combat sucked too. It was only you press a button, hop around and uh, hope that you don't get killed by this... Um, by these uh, enemies. So, yeah. I will finish it and then I'm giving you a short update 
um, what my thoughts are about it. Um, and the next thing I'm playing on the Xbox Series S is Children of Morta, which is um, a kind of roguelike top-down 16-bit um, hack and slay. You go into dungeons and fight monsters thing. You place one of six members of the Bergson family and you're fighting your way through random uh, generated dungeons to cure the disease named corruption. The big word here was random generated dungeons. Mm, every time you enter the dungeons they are a little bit different and this is what makes the this game really really great you have six characters first i thought okay i'm i'm only playing with the first character because there's no need to but after um you reach a a point in the game where you unlock the first, the second character um all the six characters aren't available at start of the game you have to find them in the dungeons or they come in later like the, uh, there's a little boy with who can shoot fire and he's training you always see him outside of your house uh, training with the fireballs and then at a certain point in game he's coming into the dungeons and um, you go on a mission with him and um, this is his uh, initial mission after that you can play with this character um, um, in the beginning I thought okay why why should I there's no need to uh, switch between the characters but after you have access to other characters your character can exhaust so um, you go one two or three times into a dungeon and then you have an exhaust level and you have to cool down so you have to uh, take another character because your character isn't as um, strong as he should be and hasn't as much health as he should have there's a way around there are some uh, little side missions where you can find um, a little object where you can cure the exhaust meant so if you want you can play it uh, but it's um, very limited resource and these missions only uh, come in randomly so there, there's no way to say okay I need 10 of these objects so I make 10 uh, of these side missions in a row no um, you stumble across them in the dungeons that's um, that's that's nice um, yesterday night I finished the first part of the game with the first three dungeons mm, 
And now I'm in a more open area. That's, that's um, great. I will definitely go on playing this game. Keep you updated. The six characters are very, very different in playstyle. Um, you have first, you have the the head of the Bergson family, the, um, I think it's the, the dad of some of them, and he's a swordsman. Then the next thing is you get um, a girl, which is a bow hunter, which is, uh, she's very, very a uh, good character to play with because um, you can keep the enemies at a distance and uh, the bow, the arrows are very strong. Then um, you get the fire kit, then there's a kung fu guy, uh, which is, yeah, not so good. And my least favorite is the scissors boy, he um, has two, I, I call him scissors boy, uh, he has two knives in his hands and sh so only short knives and um, he doesn't, uh, I, I don't like playing him, it's, it, he doesn't have the impact the like the other characters. And there are two more to um, who I have to activate. And um, yeah, so my conclusion is um, until now it's a very addictive gameplay because you are um, you go on the mission and the mission is about fifteen to thirty minutes. So you can play it uh, if you have only uh, 30 minutes left or uh, especially when you're tired in the evening and say, okay, just want to hop in a game and um, have some fun for about an hour maximum. So then you can hop in and uh, play one or two rounds and then you can leave and the flip side, the good flip side is that this makes it very addictive because, okay, you say, okay, I have made two rounds and well played for one hour. Oh, come, come on, let's, let's do another round and then let's do another round. And, uh, yeah, uh, until you realize you sit there and look at your watch and it's, two o'clock in the morning and uh, you say to yourself shit I have to go uh, to bed because at uh, five o'clock my alarm goes off and um, yeah the day starts again <laughs> yeah um, uh, I like the look very much of this game it's very colorful nice 16-bit um, graphics from the top-down perspective it's a little bit different like other top-downs it's not isomeric it's really um, at a 45 degree angle into the uh, dungeons straight from front I will Definitely keep on playing it, but there's more. Bye, 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 show.
what's on my playlist which games i'm going to play in the next weeks days um i'm really looking for a game called narita boy it's another 16-bit looking game i only have seen a trailer of it and it seems that this game doesn't take itself so seriously one moment because um, you, uh, the game is called Narita Boy and the story of the game is that there um, in the 80s uh, so the, the look is like in the 80s very neony and uh, with laser swords and something like that uh, so the story is as I um, figured out by watching the trailer as you play as Narita boy who um, who is the star of the game Narita boy on the um, famous console Narita um, what is it called Narita one and this console is um, sold out and Narita Boy is the most anticipated game of the 80s. And I assume that um, you play the game Narita Boy and he re that he realizes that that this isn't only a game that and uh, that he can that this is the reality I, I, I can't explain it right now um, I'm looking really forward it um, it's coming out in a few days so I think on the 30th of March um, it's coming out on um, the Xbox um, it's in the Game Pass so um, if you want to look uh, Narita Boy uh, definitely a thing to look up and show next what's up next on the place but I have to figure out um, how to record them probably um, because I have this record limit on the cameras of um, half an hour only recording uh, half an hour clips um, or I take the um, or I take the GoPro uh, which hasn't uh, such a good quality but if you if I'm only taking my uh, as a face cam that would be uh, okay um, then I will first thing I will record is um, um, what I wanted for a long time now is the um, Cyberpunk 2077 round trip uh, where I show you um, my city in Cyberpunk for one hour and what I have done and what experiences I have uh, my city looks like in Summerpunk and the next idea I have on my mind and I have to figure out for myself if 
I really want to do it. Mm, it's a game that came out years and years ago and there's um, a remake out. Um, I definitely will play the remake of it because the uh, game itself... Um, yeah, I, I can't... It's it's on, on the PlayStation 1 and I can't... Um, the PlayStation 1 um, right now um, up so that I can record it and stream it to the internet. Um, the game I'm talking about is Resident Evil. Um, I want to play the remake and to speedrun the Resident Evil remake. So... Um, why am I skeptical about it? If I will speedrun it, it's because of the tank controls. I first have to play it through it and or at least several hours um, if I can get over these clunky old uh, mechanics of controlling them. Uh, so, yeah, let's see. So now... I'm coming to an end and um, please subscribe, like, ring the bell here and next to the subscribe button and if you're listening it uh, as a podcast, please subscribe to my podcast. I uh, would appreciate if you uh, leave a comment down below. What do you think I can do better or what uh, topics I I should talk about. And um, then please feel free to go to my website. Uh, it's byfyshow.com um, where you can get all the shows in one place and can listen to the, them um, without um, being on uh, any podcast site. Thank you for watch for the thank you for watching and thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye, 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 bye,